Hello, and welcome to the Tiny Moments Podcast. My name is Taylor Francisco, and I'm your host. The Tiny Moments Podcast is all about appreciating those tiny moments in life because one day you're going to look back and realize they were actually the big moments. Expect a lot of conversations about life, self-love, growth, and sometimes TMI. I hope that if you're listening, you take something away from this episode or you feel inspired or maybe you just feel a little bit happier than you did earlier. Thank you so much for being here with me and let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Tiny Moments Podcast. My name is Taylor Francisco from taylorfrancisco.com and I'm your host. Today I wanted to talk to you about something I just felt so compelled to talk to you about today. I was literally just relaxing on my couch, watching YouTube, not doing anything to be perfectly honest with you, which is great. I actually really just needed a moment for myself. I don't remember the last time I did nothing. (laughs) But anyways, yesterday was a Thursday night. I hung out with two girlfriends on one of my girlfriend's patio sets in her big, huge backyard. She lives a little bit outside of the city, and it was so refreshing. Here in Canada, and specifically in Winnipeg, where I live, we've been in lockdown for a hot minute. I legitimately don't remember the last time I socialized with anyone besides Glenn and my mom. (laughs) Like, I have not seen anybody. I also don't remember the last time I did my hair, my makeup, put on a cute outfit for the sole purpose of feeling good and enjoying myself. Every time I've gotten ready lately, it's for a photo shoot or to take content or to shoot a video or for a Zoom meeting for work. It's never just with the intention of feeling good and feeling beautiful and having a ritual. So that was really, really fun. So refreshing and just all the good vibes, okay? From the food to the company to the weather, the weather was beautiful and also just the types of conversations I was having. And I realized that while I've been on this new journey inwards, this new spiritual journey, these conversations are coming up. And these are not normal, everyday conversations, for me at least. These are not topics that come up. These are not things that I hear at dinner parties at all. Like, shit got deep, okay? And it was not because of the wine. Well maybe a bit. But I wanted to talk to you today specifically about something that one of my friends said. So I'll give you a little bit of background first of all. So friend A, her and I have been friends for years. We actually used to work together at a tanning salon. She did lashes and I worked at the front desk and we just totally vibed. We were really young. I think we were like, I think we were 19. But we just vibed and I didn't know why neither of us could put a finger on it. But I think now looking back, and we talked about this last night, that we are both very spiritual. We both believe in the law of attraction. We both believe in affirmations. We both believe in manifestation. We both believe that like attracts like. But back then when we were so young, we had no idea what that was called. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't put it to words. But I think that's why we really vibe together, but we kind of fell out of touch for a while. I mean, we always talked, but we hadn't hung out for a couple of years and then we reconnected. And when we reconnected, she introduced me to friend B. Okay. So friend A introduced me to friend B 
And friend B and I are new friends, a really new, fun connection, but we don't know each other very well yet. And we will. But you know, when you just catch a vibe from someone and you just know that they're a dope ass person, that they're genuine, that's the vibe I get from friend B. Okay. So last night we're all sitting outside, drinking wine, having cheese. And shit got deep. Like I said, we started talking about how you are basically the byproduct of the five people you spend the most time with. And if you're thinking, okay, that's not true, let me just put it into perspective for you in this way. And I feel like this is the way that I understood it best too. So imagine that you lived in the UK for a year. You're for sure going to pick up on the lingo, right? You might call the bathroom the loo. Also, too, if you're in the States for a year, instead of asking people, you know, if you're Canadian, hey, do you have a bathroom here or can I use the bathroom? You're probably going to say restroom, right? You adapt to your environment. When you hang out with a person all the time, you guys likely have similar mannerisms, similar lingo, right? You likely have a similar sense of humor, right? So. Think of the five people that you hang around the most, right? Energy is always being transferred. You're always transferring energy. You're always picking up on energy and you're always going to be influenced, right? And that's why it's so important to be mindful of what you're reading, what you're watching. When I'm sad, I don't listen to sad music, (laughs) to be honest, because I know I'm just going to continue to be sad, right? It's all of these things that affect us and how we act. So, We were talking about that. And then friend B, the person who I haven't known for too long, um, I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but I mentioned that I had a neck and back injury. And she's like, oh, I actually knew that from your podcast. And I was like, that is so amazing. I'm always so floored when people tell me they listen. And I mean, obviously people listen. I'm literally talking to you right now. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. It just, it always floors me. I just can't believe that someone would take time out of their day or like spend energy listening to me talk. I always had on my report card that I talk too much. So bless your soul for listening to me. But anyway, so she made that comment about, yeah, like I heard that on your podcast. And then she said, I feel like I know you already, even though we haven't hung out that much. And she asked me, do you find that weird? Like, is that weird for you That sometimes when you meet people, if they've consumed your content, whether that's on Instagram, YouTube, podcast, even the website now, seeing my business posts, like, do you find that weird that people feel like they know you? And it's interesting because I really don't. I find it so comforting when I meet people and they say they feel like they already know me. I find it comforting when I connect with people on Instagram who say that they feel like they can relate to me or they tell me a story about themselves and they tell me the reason they're telling me is because they heard me speak about something similar. That is really comforting to me and I'll tell you why. So I feel like growing up, especially in high school, I'm a person who's an open book and It's interesting because to me, whatever I tell people, whatever I tell my friends, even acquaintances or what I share on the internet, it's not overly personal to me. I don't get a vulnerability hangover 
often. Sometimes I do if I'm talking about something really deep, but to me, it's always worth it because I'm able to help someone else or inspire, connect, whatever. Obviously, there's a line there where I know there's certain things that I'll probably never share. I know there's certain things I'm not ready to share yet. But regardless, those things to me are not oversharing. While to the next person, that would be crazy to tell someone, right? But I've just never cared. And I think that comes with, I think, uh, I don't know, I guess a mix of me being so confident in myself and what I bring to the table and also understanding that my experiences don't define me. So I am a whole ass person outside of things that have happened for me, happened to me, happened around me, mistakes that I've made even. I know that I'm so much more than that. So I think that's the number one reason that I don't care <laughs> that I'm really open. And I feel like, and there was a particular person in high school who was part of my friend group and they always kind of shamed me for being so open. And I remember them like saying behind my back, oh, I can't believe like, you know, Taylor's so open about things. But I think that that's a gift. And I also think that because of that, a lot of people thought they knew me really, really well when a lot of them didn't know the half of it. There is a whole story behind every single person. There's so many things that we don't know about our friends, about our partners, about our family members, because we just don't talk about it, right? But anyways, my point here is that I find it comforting when people can relate to me or they feel like they know me already or have more of an understanding compared to meeting me without any prior context because I feel like I am well I feel like often in high school I was really misunderstood and I also feel like I'm a very complex person (laughs) there's a lot of layers to me there's a lot of stuff and there's a lot of crazy shit that I've been through so it's actually comforting to me to know that like someone knew that I've been in car accidents right I didn't have to explain myself like she already knew and when I connect in that way with someone, it's an energy. I really want you to feel like you're sitting with a friend when you're listening to this podcast because you are. I can literally feel your energy. I feed off your energy and it's an energy transfer. Energy ebbs and flows and the energy between us is flowing literally right now as you're listening to this episode. And I can feel it. And I think that's a gift. And I think that not everyone is able to do this. Just like I'm not able to do someone else's job. I would probably never be able to be a child psychologist, for example, which is what I wanted to be actually um, when I was in university. I mean, obviously I wanted to be a teacher, but child psychologist was also up there on my list. But I just realized I don't think I could go home and not think about work, right? So everyone has an area of expertise. Everyone shines somewhere. And I guess for me, this is it. I love to connect with people. I love to inspire people and I love to learn from people. Even when I am told that I'm the one inspiring, I'm actually learning from that situation. I'm learning how to be a better human. I'm learning how to connect more. And I think that's the main reason why I wanted to be a teacher. I remember the exact moment, actually. In grade four, my favorite teacher ever, her name is Mrs. Neller, and she was reading a book. Out, out loud to the class. And I just thought, man, I want to sit in that chair. I want to do that because I remember the whole class being so mesmerized, myself included, with this story. And she was so fun. And she just made learning 
amazing. And I just thought, man, I really want to like connect with people like that. I want to inspire people. I want to teach people new things. And I guess in my mind, that was the way to do it is to be a teacher. Obviously, as I got older, I realized there are so many different ways to inspire people. I mean, I'm sure you have inspired so many people without even knowing it, right? By just being you. And so when I got into social media and when I realized that, you know, my page has to be more than a pretty photo, that's when I started to really shine. I feel like that's when my business picked up. I feel like that's when people paid attention because when I'm my most authentic self, when I'm vulnerable, I allow others to be their most authentic self. I allow others to feel seen and heard. Think of like all those funny TikToks that you watch where it's like, I don't know, someone says, oh, anyone do this or just me? And you're like, oh my God, same, right? That feeling where it's like, oh my God, I'm not the only one, right? And I'm not just speaking about me and being on a high horse here. I think anybody who is willing to share their most authentic self, anyone who's willing to be vulnerable, that is such a gift because you're allowing others around you to do the same. So I'm not saying that what I'm doing is special. I'm just saying that that's why I do what I do. And I don't ever feel like it's weird. I actually love when people tell me they feel like they know me or like they're sitting with a friend because when I was growing up and watching YouTube, I watched It's Judy's Life, Jen M, which is actually the vlog that I was watching right before I started recording this, Whaley, Sophia Chang, Latoya Forever. I literally felt like I was in the same room as them and that they were my friends and that I knew them. And that was so comforting. So to hear people say that about me is just the coolest thing ever. And I wanted to talk about something else that came up in conversation last night as well in terms of social media. So Obviously, you guys know, or maybe not obviously, so I'll tell you, but I am a social media manager. I just launched my social media agency company on June 1st. I have eight team members and the business is busy. It's amazing. We have lots of clients. My team is amazing. They're the most kind, talented, hardworking people ever. And I'm so blessed to be able to like work with them and talk to them every day and interact with them. So That being said, social media is literally my full-time job. So I run socials for different businesses, brands, influencers, and then of course myself, right? I have the podcast, I have YouTube, which I'm planning on launching in July. You heard it here first. I haven't said anything on any other platform. And, you know, I'm trying to build this personal brand as well as now market for my business. So there's so many reasons why I'm looking at a screen. And It's so weird, but I feel like this is actually the healthiest relationship I've had with social media because now that social media is work for me, that's the mindset I'm in whenever I'm on social media. And even before like things were so busy with the business, I was really trying to be mindful like, okay, I don't want to mindlessly scroll. I don't want to scroll through all these really perfect, amazing people um, living amazing lives and Photoshop bodies and all the things, right? And I'm not throwing shade at anybody. Everyone shows up how they want to on social media. I am probably not posting on days where I feel really depressed and haven't showered for two days because I just don't feel like it. I mean, obviously, if you follow me on Instagram, then you know I like to post both the ups and the downs. I think that's really important and I want to 
be able to share those darker moments. I want to be able to share the downs because, again, I want to be relatable. I want to want to let you know that you're not alone if you know you're thriving, but also struggling some days, right? But that being said, I was really mindful before the business got busy with like how often I was scrolling and when I was scrolling. I did not want to wake up and grab my phone right away, but I think now it's even a step further where when I'm on Instagram or any social media platform, it's either because I'm working or I'm looking for something specific. So for example, I'll be on Pinterest for like 30 minutes, just looking at home decor, looking at office decor, looking at beach homes, like manifesting all of those things, creating mood boards, creating boards in general. And also I'm trying to learn about Pinterest for my businesses and for my clients. But what I'm saying is that there's always a purpose now when I'm on social media. It's never just mindlessly scrolling. And I'm so thankful. The downside is that I do miss a lot of my friends posts and I miss when they're doing cool stuff. But most of my friends know that I'm not scrolling. And so they'll actually DM me photos or videos that they want me to see or send me stories that you know, if they're coming out with a new podcast, shout out to my friend, Nicole, she's coming out with a new podcast. I think it's called two girls, one nut, which is so funny, but you know, stuff like that. I'm not, um, super up to date. So I really appreciate when my friends send me it. But again, my point is I'm really intentional with social media now. And I feel like I have the best relationship with it that I ever have. I feel like I'm not obsessing over it anymore. And I feel like When I clock out at the end of the day, which I'm really trying to do better at, like actually clocking out and not working till midnight because creatives, you're going to get this, but the wheels are always turning. Entrepreneurs are going to get this as well. The wheels never stop. And so I'm trying to really create those boundaries for myself. Like, okay, at this time, I'm actually going to stop working and I'm not going to get suckered back in. But at the end of a long workday, the last thing I want to do is be on my screen, right? I've been on it all day for work. And so I don't want to mindlessly scroll. I don't want to sit there and check out what everyone else is doing. I have like four or five accounts that I actually seek out and look at their content, watch their stories because it's uplifting or educational or just makes me feel good. And so that I'll do every day um, or every other day. But yeah, I'm not mindlessly scrolling anymore. So that was another thing that friend B and I were chatting about because she was just like, how do you, how do you deal with so much screen time? Right. And I think that's just, it is just knowing, knowing that it's work or knowing that it's there for a purpose. And again, it's that energy, right? It's intention. It's purposeful energy. So I think that's a great benefit of me being a social social media manager, because yeah, I'm really not consumed by it, which is strange. (laughs) And I think another reason too, that I'm not so consumed by it. And honestly, I think this is one of the best decisions I've made for myself and for my business um, in the last like two months. I mean, obviously I'm making a lot of great decisions. There's a lot of good business moves coming about, but this was honestly hands down the best one because I used to spend so much time taking photos and granted like Glenn and I, my boyfriend and I, we've gotten really good at taking photos. We used to take forever to get one good shot. And I think that's for a few reasons. One, I didn't know how to pose when I first started. Two, I was insecure as hell. I just thought every picture looked awful. And I was comparing myself to like ridiculous images that aren't real. 
And then three, I was really awkward. Like if there was anyone else out on the street and if someone looked my way, I would just seize up. And now I do not give a shit. (laughs) There could be cars stuck in a traffic jam right beside me and I'll still take photos and I don't care. But the best thing that I've decided to do for my business lately is hiring a photographer. So you guys have heard her on this podcast twice. If you've listened to all the episodes, which I don't expect that you have, so I'll tell you who she is. Her name is Emmeline. She is a photographer. She's insanely talented. Her Instagram page is about self-love, self-acceptance, body neutrality. She's just the whole package. And she's freaking good at what she does. She guides me with poses like no other. And yeah, she's just so talented. So anyway, her and I have a partnership. I run her socials or I help with them and she helps me with photography. And this has been the biggest blessing because I just, I don't know what it is. I don't hate taking photos, but I prefer to be creating on the podcast or I prefer to be filming videos, editing videos, writing captions, um, even taking Instagram stories. I love doing that. But when it comes to photos, I don't know what it is. It's just not, it's not my favorite thing. Again, I don't hate it. And you guys know me. I love a good outfit. I love a good face beat. (laughs) I love to glam myself up sometimes, but yeah, I don't know. The photo thing is just not for me. And I also forget, like, I'm so busy that I'll be like, oh shoot, I don't have content for next week. Okay. Well, I guess now on Saturday I have to get ready and shoot like five outfits. And I know that sounds so silly to someone who doesn't do social media, but legit, it takes some effort. So having a photo shoot once a month for two hours gives me enough content for the month. And then I don't have to worry about it. And I also don't have to worry when I get ready and I'm going out. I don't feel the pressure to take a photo. And I always will because I love to document memories, but I'm not looking to take a photo that's perfect for the feed that matches my aesthetic. I don't feel that pressure. So that was like just the best business decision because yeah, again, I don't have to worry about it. And I find that now when I do take pictures outside of those shoots, it's because I want to, it's because I feel really good. It's not because I, I have no content, right? So I think that's another way that I was able to protect my energy when it comes to social media. I spend two hours a month taking content and then that's it. That's literally it. And I don't mindlessly scroll anymore. And I love that people feel like they know me. And you do. Honestly, what you hear on this podcast is me. This is how I talk to my friends. This is how I talk to my family. The way I show up on my Instagram stories is how Glenn sees me majority of the time. It's how my family sees me. Like, this is what you get. And yeah, I'm just really thankful to have this community. I'm really thankful that you've sat here and listened to me talk for 23 minutes now. And I am just so excited to continue to connect with you and continue to grow and to bring you along on this journey of being a new business owner. That is something I never thought I would say. The fact that I can say Taylor Francisco from taylorfrancisco.com is wild. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day or night. And if you would like to keep up with me, you can follow me on Instagram at Taylor Francisco. 
So that's at T-A-Y-L-E-R-F-R-A-N-C-I-S-C-O. You can also find me on taylorfrancisco.com, like I just mentioned. And of course, the Tiny Moments podcast is on Instagram. That is just at Tiny Moments podcast. And make sure you come back every Monday at 7 a.m. Central Time for a new episode. Thank you and have a great day.